and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about The Big Short. Yes. And I will go ahead and say this, I like this movie a lot because of the way that it describes things. By the way, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, always spoilers. Um, um, who would have thought that a movie about the financial crash and uh, people trying to make money off of it would be such a uh, nice movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so. Oh, I don't, I, mean, actually, I don't actually know how you felt about it, though. I said I liked it, so. Right. Obviously, we'll kind of. I think we should definitely start with like all the all the small pieces, and then lead up to final thoughts. So, what the hell do we start off? <laughs> Let's start off with Christian Bale for a second, because I think that's like a very important topic. Yes. Um, okay. Actually, yeah. One of my first notes about the movie is um, thought the film would focus a bit more on Christian Bale. He wasn't around much halfway through, and um, that was unfortunate because Christian Bale was great. Oh yeah, he was the best part of the movie. <laughs> he was easily the best part. Like his character he was playing the entire time was like just like that like kinda like I don't know, that very uh socially inadequate guy, yeah. but he's like super, super smart. Right. Was fantastic. I, I love like whenever his boss came in and he's like, Give me my money, give me give me back my money, please. Like just begging him yeah. to like, he doesn't realize the fact that, that he's right. It's this is yeah. gonna happen, is that the market's gonna crash, it's about bubble blah 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 blah. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Um, now I'm, I'm somebody that understands the financial crash and how the market works, blah, blah, blah. You're somebody that doesn't understand as much. Yeah. I, I've, I've got, I got a very limited grasp on how all like, on how like economics work and whatnot. We like you, you, you said this to me prior to me watching the movie. I watched it, um, on January 1st. So a few days after you did, when did you see it, Chris? So just like right before that, I guess a couple days before that, I suppose. Not sure when I saw it exactly. I don't remember. <laughs> Last week, early in the week. I don't know. Yeah. You okay? So yeah, you told me like the first thing you said about it was like it does a good job of not leaving the audience in the dust. Yeah. Ba- like, was I like, was like, I wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, one of my notes is doesn't shy away or dumb down the technicals, but it doesn't leave you in the dust. Yeah. Um, okay. Obviously. There's like there's no way I could possibly like regurgitate all the technicals, but CDOs like the, and yeah yeah like the, <laughs> but the story like the story is simple enough to follow at its core like you you understand what's happening for the most part even if you don't like really um, know what to call everything you you kind of get the idea of it and essentially what everyone's goal is and so on and so forth so like I, it's it's easy enough to follow like on a story level that like I th- I feel like anyone. Even, you know, someone who has even less of a grasp than I do <laughs> of how everything works uh, will be able to jump in and sort of get what's going on. Yeah, like, one of the things they did in the movie was, like, they had, like, like the, like, the like discussion or whatever happens. Like, this, like, long technical discussion happens. And um, the narrator, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, will jump in and he'll say, that's all, whatever, uh... Uh, very interesting. Now, now here's you know Margaret Margaret Robbie or whatever explaining this in a bathtub or something. Yeah, yeah. Or here's a uh, uh, what was like that one? Selena, oh, Selena Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, Selena Gomez. <laughs> there's, there's I really I really liked that. Like they um like they, they don't dumb it down there either. They just kind of use like metaphors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it's a it's a it's a funny way of like they're the joke is that they're dumbing it down for you. 
but like they know that you kind of get it. Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're not like, they're not treating the audience like they're stupid. It's it's more of like a wink wink type thing. Right. Absolutely. And it, it's just nice little. I mean, it for people that like would like have like an example of like, what they're talking about. They kind of do it like uh, use like uh, like they use was what was the, what what game was they playing? What were they playing? They're playing. Uh, like blackjack or something. Yeah, and they're using that right there as like the way to like try to explain market and uh, speculation and all that. Using right. that way, which is kind of that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I like that because I'm somebody that also learns the same kind of ways. So that was like. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I I mean I learned a lot in this movie as well. Like I also learned a lot about it, so it was kind of cool right. to get that. Speaking of Margot Robbie, by the way, um, this movie in its presentation reminded me a lot of Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, just, like, absolutely. Like, like just especially in the editing. Um, like, like they would cut away to like just different, um, like they have like little weird montage sequences and it had like a very similar cutting style. I don't know if it's like, I mean, like it's, it's obviously it's fine. I think it's like just mostly, mostly because it's the, it's similar subject matter that it feels like, oh, I think they kind of watched Wolf of Wall Street and like, oh, let's do that for this movie. And I don't think it's a bad thing at all, but. Oh, no, I, I didn't feel that way at all. Actually, I, I mean, right. I, I felt like there was like it was kind of similar in some styling, but I didn't think it was right. Yeah, no. Um, the thing that threw me off was like some of the some of the camera work was a little was a little weird. Yeah, like they're doing it like sort of a weird like sort of documentary ish style. Yeah, uh, that sort of style of shooting where like everything's kind of handheld and um, shifting focus a lot. And then a lot of times, like, the camera would just land on some, like, it wouldn't land on the person's face, and, like, it would be out of focus for a little too long, and it's like... Yeah, that was a little bit weird. I was like, yeah, you, like, maybe grab another take of that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe a few takes, but I mean, you know, they didn't have that, they didn't have another take, who knows? What's kind of interesting to me was, like, you know, beyond the editing, uh, when the opening uh, titles came out, uh, I knew that Brad Pitt was in the movie, I didn't realize that his company was also uh, producing it. What is this company, by the way? Uh, Plan B Productions. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of cool, actually, that, um, that he's producing this as well, and then mm-hmm. having uh, Adam McKay direct it. Right, yeah. Uh, which was, by the way, uh, like, I, I went to, I saw, a, like, a TV spot or something for this movie, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And I saw at the, like, at the, I guess at the, yeah, at the end of the spot, it had, at the bottom, directed by Adam McKay. I was like, wow, that's... This is a very different movie for him. And but, um, to explain, Emma McKay is somebody that directed uh, Anchorman. Uh, Talladega Nights. I know he directed um, that, uh, the one Step where... Brothers. Where, like, there were cops, whatever, right? Oh, God, yeah, the other guys. The other guys, yeah, 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 that was it. The other guys directed that one. Um, a few other things I like, hear in there, I think. A lot, like, pretty much half of the Will Ferrell movies people will probably know, right? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Obviously, Chris, you hate all those movies. Oh, um, you have no idea. <laughs> I uh, I I enjoyed them like when I was you know in middle school or whatever. Yeah, like, I, 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 think, I think they're fine for like a like a teenage audience or whatever. But when I, every time I hear an adult talk about how funny Anchorman and Anchorman Two is, I just want to slap him in the face. Yeah, not not to sound like I'm like you know high and mighty or whatever. So I I like poop and fart jokes my this as much as the other guy I guess. Yeah, you, you but, guys have heard his jokes on the podcast. But. You're not exactly you're not you're not even like Will Ferrell caliber Chris. Yes, well, the beauty of editing is that you make me slightly less unfunny, and you also talk like a normal person, not so much. Yeah, I uh, I seem like a halfway decent public speaker. <laughs> but now, um, let's see. Okay, I mean, you know what? You directed uh, Anchorman two as well, so that was another classic. Yeah. Jeez, 
Um, but like, I mean, I, I don't really hate. I don't hate any of those movies or anything, but they're not particularly good either. I just like the uh, culture surrounding them. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't like about them. But what was great about this movie, though, it's nothing like them. <laughs> exactly. Whenever I saw like uh, Steve Carell in there, uh, a lot of people still kind of associate him with The Office, but he's really done a lot more serious stuff lately. He's been doing yeah. like uh, what was that the oh, Fox Foxcatcher? Fox yeah, Foxcatcher. Yeah. Uh, this one is far Have more you seen serious. It yet? No, I keep forgetting to do that. I keep wanting yeah, to. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it's it's on my list. God damn it! I'll I'll, I'll like go rent it. <laughs> there, there's like there's about a billion movies on my list, so I'm trying to say this is on my list. It's it, my list is like, yeah. you know, like how Santa Claus has like a bunch of has like stuff on his list. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't take it twice sometimes. <laughs> That's true. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but no, so Steve Carell, like I loved his character in this right here. Like he's the guy that like yeah. he's very um he's very uh, explosive explosive uh, he's also like very negative as a very pessimistic about everything yeah especially the world around him mm-hmm. and i loved the very end there like you could tell that like, he like when he's at you're telling him they don't sell the shares sell the shares sell the shares mm-hmm. he doesn't want to believe it right I feel like he didn't want to believe it. i feel like he didn't want to like do this right because he felt like this is gonna be he like be, he's proved himself right yeah and he doesn't want to be right yeah this one instance like he actually was right and he's like i don't want to be yeah and like the whole thing with like his uh brother being suicide and all that stuff like he was yeah. just like i offered him money and it was just like yeah Ugh. That was right, really he, good. he just didn't understand it until uh and then it happened and the gravity of the situation kind of sets in yeah and it was that was fantastic acting i just mm-hmm. was like oh this is really, really sad yeah by the way like aside from that um which you know only popped up a couple times um, there's not really like a like a Hollywood B story to this. It's more like these are the things that happened. It's very cut and dry. It, it, there's not like a he's got he's got to do this like for his family or whatever, and like like some some kind of schmaltz like tacked on there. Like it's it's just a very streamlined story, like mm-hmm. representing the events that happened. I like the one like the way they represented. Uh, one of the things where they like talking to these two guys that. I think it was Steve Carell went to the side and he was just like, why are they confessing about this? And they're like, they're not confessing, they're bragging. Yeah. Like, they're doing this horrible, like, fraudulent stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, they're talking about how they basically, like, duped these people who don't understand what they're getting into, mm-hmm. basically agreeing to these horrible, I think they're selling, like, mortgages, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, they basically duped these people into, um, agreeing to these things that are going to end up uh, fucking them in, in the end. Yep. And, like, they're they're bragging about it. There's, like, there's, like a really sad scene in there, like, where uh, they're like, going, like, door-to-door, asking mm-hmm. people about um, the mortgages or whatever. And just, in like, this, this absolutely, like, vacant neighborhood. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's, like, there's, like I think there's buildings being like, built across there, just, like, stopped building, I guess. Right. And uh, they talked to this one guy who's like, hey, you know, you're late, like, like, 90 days or whatever it is, frequency. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea that he was like he said he'd been paying it off. Blah blah well, blah. Well, like like he he had been paying his rent, but his um his landlord um, hadn't been. Or yeah, whatever. his landlord hadn't been. Yeah, that was so. Like, like if if he his, if his landlord's not paying it, then even though he's doing a fine job, it's still like he still gets screwed over in the end. Exactly. Yeah, and that was like that was like super sexy. That he's like I have kids. And I'm just like oh my god, this is so sad. <laughs> and they they were like living out of their car in the end. Yeah. Like yeah. They had, oh, well, I think they were I think they were approached moving everything into their car and just having to leave. It was just like right. oh, that was really sad. I was like the felt I felt so bad for that guy. Like he did a yeah. great job. Like like whoever that was is just like he did a great job. And they're like he really mm-hmm. made me make me upset. <laughs> yeah. 
the film really does not have a happy ending whatsoever because it's oh no yeah yeah because it just leads yeah they're they're right (laughs) it's a weird happy ending right it was like um it was like you know the yes they were yes they win sort of but uh like like, there's like the two guys that worked with uh brad pitt's character like talk about the brad pitt for a second they they end up sort of um coming out on top in a way They, they essentially like make a bunch of money yeah and um they were they're working with uh, Pitt, who apparently is just is just a real strange guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you know, makes you have a garden in with some seeds and stuff. Yeah, his seeds are gonna be the currency. <laughs> yeah, it kind of really remind me of like uh, Fallout, wherever like your ball caps or something. Yeah, yeah. I actually know people like this. I have met many people that believe all this stuff, and was like, oh right. my god, you're crazy. Like, Ryan Gosling also comes out on top. I think he has like what? It's like. 45 or 75 Ryan Gosling was absolutely the uh if you want to talk about Wolf of Wall Street that was like he was Lady Caprio's character yeah, pretty much yeah he was like the Jordan Belford of the movie yeah I cannot believe the fact that you remember that name I had I couldn't remember I was like DiCaprio yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Replayed. I really like that movie <laughs> <laughs> there's my review of Wolf of Wall Street I like it <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh Chandler Kyler guy that was guy's great <laughs> Yeah. No, anyways, um, like the part where uh, uh, Jonah Hill eats the fish, <laughs> <laughs> which he really tried to do in real life. Anyway, <laughs> the whole full street. <laughs> so, that, like, so the scene where Jonah Hill starts jerking off God. in the middle of the party. <laughs> oh, God. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Street, a movie that came out two fucking years ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so two guys are working with Brad Pitt. Like they were like celebrating whatever, because like, they like. I guess they're like uh, they they figured that they were right or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Pitt like turns to them like really just scolds them for like something like, like what are you doing? You're celebrating because like the the like it's going to go down. Like it's like, all these people are gonna lose their jobs. Yeah, and they're kind of like oh, like oh, I just got really sad. Yeah, like I was sitting on it going that was really really good. Yep. Yeah, that was that's what you need though. Like you know, like that that was like the that was the moment like it's like oh you can yeah you kind of don't want these guys to be right. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh. It's a nice reminder of that. Well, it was bad. It's like, you know, you're kind of like, um, when it's based on a true story like this right here, you're just like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. like, especially uh, one of the funniest parts was like, uh, when Christian Bale's character is like, uh, sending, sending out the email, whatever, saying that nobody can pull out of the fund. Yeah. Um, and I'll be like, they're talking about how they're going to sue him, they're going to do all this stuff right here, like, they can't believe him, blah, 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 blah. Like, he's, like, they, like he's gone crazy, whatever. I'm sitting here at Seiko and just like, oh, yeah, it's gonna happen. The, one of the, one of my favorite scenes, like the like the best cut to a joke, is um, it's 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 right after they're talking to the two guys who are bragging about ripping people off, and like Steve Carell's talking to the stripper who's like giving him oh, yeah, a lap dance right. while, yeah. <laughs> like she's explaining her like her financial financial situation and he's just like absolutely doesn't give a crap about yeah, her like, he's like yeah, yeah you, you, you don't have to move you don't have to move around or anything he's like no i kind of have to um yeah. and uh she's like ta- he's like talking about like this interest rate she has um she, uh, he's like oh that's that's not oh, so yeah, she, like, she, oh, had, I, she had like like yeah, four like, houses and a car yeah, like, i have like four houses <laughs> and, he's, and it cuts to him like walking to this lobby yeah there's a bubble there's a bubble yeah it was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> like, I mean, at first it's kind of like, okay, a couple houses, and she's at the condo, and it was like, yeah. oh my god, lady, you have yeah. an issue. <laughs> um, 
I think I think one of the worst parts was like was at the very end, like the thing where they're like, and then Congress passed this thing, and then like you know those people here went to jail, did all yeah, blah, yeah, blah, the, the, and it's like none of that actually happened. Like one guy went to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in I believe. Oh, I can't if it was Iceland or Norway or Finland. One of those. It was one of the Baltic states. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually did arrest their bankers. They actually did up there. Right. Here we just arrested like one guy, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you." <laughs> nice. There was an incident that happened like with the uh, majority chairman uh, in Congress, whatever named Tom Delay. Mm-hmm. They arrested him on like all these like charges of like you know corruption and all this other stuff. And it was like he got charged with things that everyone in Congress was already doing anyway. Right. Something that he just got caught doing it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this right here was. I mean, this was like this one guy got caught doing this thing. Even though everybody else was doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved I loved the shot in, uh, I think it was Lehman Brothers. I think it was just the investment bank that they walked into. It was like just yeah, totally yeah, like emptied they, out. And it was just like, yeah, it was being emptied out. Like they like got a pass from someone who didn't even give a shit anymore. And they just yeah, walked like, in. And like, here, they walked in it. this empty room. It's yeah. like, oh, this isn't exactly what we expected. Yeah, it's just like, you know, a bunch of people and adults. That's right, they said they accepted adults, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, just like, just looked almost like, a, like the apocalypse in there practically. It was just like... Right, right. They really sold the whole collapse really well. They actually showed, mm-hmm. like, you know, the effect it had on people, and I thought that was really brilliant uh, right. filmmaking right there. Yeah, very. it's a very well-directed movie. Mm-hmm. Once again, go back to the Emma McKay thing, directing Anchorman and crap like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you know, like, even just, like, thinking about, like, sort of the, like... The, I mean, the directing may the, be the, fine, the vision but just the of it is, like, They're probably fine. Terrible. If I, like, if I went back and, like, watched Talladega Nights, it's probably, like, a well-directed movie. Like, what you more have a problem with is, like, the the writing of it. And everything else, mostly, with that movie. <laughs> I mean, maybe, like I said, maybe the directing's fine. Maybe, like, you know, right, he did right. the best job he can. And he obviously, he shows that he has some talent. Mm-hmm. But then again, he also, like, yeah, I mean, he has ton of talent in this movie mm-hmm. and this really really showed off um acting chops in there so i think i don't like i don't know which one i think i i think i like oh God, i can't decide between christian bale steve carell or like gosling which of those three i love the most i for me it's definitely christian bale but like gosling actually he was on on screen though i loved oh, him yeah. That, but like that guy, that guy is like he just he so spits out charisma. He's great. <laughs> yeah, I love like he's like he's like the narrator basically in this thing, and yeah. um, he's like you'll meet me later. Yeah, and, like at the party, he kind of turns and he's like, <laughs> "Told you, you meet me later." Yeah. Normally, I don't go to these kind of parties, whatever, blah blah. blah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like this guy is like so suave. Yeah, such a suave guy. He's also like trying to play up how cool he is. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, those those uh, three specifically were just fantastic. It's it's, a, it's definitely an ensemble story. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's there's not really a main character. Like obviously, like Gosling's the narrator, but you know like, he's not it, he's not he's not even a focus. So he's like not like not right. a part of the main group. So there's like yeah, uh, I, I'd say like maybe Steve Carell is, um, but like it kind of it kind of fluctuates because like Christian Bale sort of the lead for like maybe the first act for like a little bit. And yeah, then, and like it suddenly jumps over because like he had all this setup stuff. Right. And, and then, then like, maybe uh, like Steve Carell, and then kind of yeah, may- maybe Steve Carell for like the last two. And then like I mean like I said the like he, are he do you still share it like with yeah, the other oh, two yeah. guys I mean, like the yeah. um I can't remember their names anymore. Oh yeah names. yeah the the yeah, the two kids. Yeah, and they they were great. I loved them because like they mm. actually showed like you know luck. They're, they're luck going can also to, help, um, but also good uh good foresight. 
Yeah, they're they're going to they're going to get some more parts after this yeah. movie. They're absolutely, yeah, they they absolutely work. should. They were. Oh, what? Uh, unfortunately, don't remember their names, name? though, so it's. Sad. What's that one guy's name? God damn it! I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna look it up right now. They're one of us, like the guys with Steve Carell. He was on, uh, the Crazy Ones with Robin Williams, uh, Hamish Linklater. He was he was really great in this. Hamish Linklater. Um, oh, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, they're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. Um, I, 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 I saw him in this, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's that guy from that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's still working. Yeah. Man, because, boy, was he unemployed for a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, I think he, I think he popped around and stuff. He just, he didn't, like, get any big roles or anything. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's fair. This poor movie, though, is up against, uh, Star Wars... Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just like. Yeah. Oh. It, by the way, it's like the hall, like like there's like the hallway with all the, like all the screens on you know both ends, and it's like it's shoved all the way at the end of the hall on one of the small screens. It's like, oh man. Um, oh, for you, like, if you're the, oh, yeah, talk about theater, theater experience. This one. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get that in a second. Um, okay. I, uh, this is kind of leading into it. Yeah, I was just shown on a really small screen. I was like, well, I guess you know it's going up against Star Wars, Hateful Eight, all like. Uh, all these other movies that are um, much, much bigger in scope. So it's kind of just getting shoved onto the smaller screen. Um, I have to question, like, question like why it was released right now, because the fact that this is something that you should release like during like more of an election year. Cause if oh, you want, yeah. if you want to really show people like remind people like what happened, I, I don't know. I don't know if this movie really had like much of a political agenda though. Oh, that doesn't matter. Like it will have, like it, 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 <sighs> It'll be used. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think, it, like, but I don't think that like, those are focused. So, like that's why they didn't. Yeah, but the thing is, like, think about this: too, like, people they're gonna more likely watch. They're gonna watch it like in like the sure. uh, the February kind of times where it's like not much going on. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, well, like you, but you don't really want to like they're they're trying to get it out during award season. Is the oh, thing. that's true. Yeah, that's um, true. And like, I think it's I think it's nominated for like Golden Globes and whatnot, but um. I don't know if Oscars have even announced yet. I don't really give a shit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be frozen again. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> what what was the what was the Disney movie this year? Like oh uh, who cares? <laughs> the Disney movie. That's I don't know gonna... honestly. Um, maybe like that Inside Out thing or whatever. Yeah. It, you know what? It's gonna go to Inside Out. It's gonna undeservingly go to Inside Out. Yeah. Well, there, there's no Miyazaki film to get shorted this time. Right. <laughs> so so. Who, who even cares? But yeah, so even though it was like shoved in like to one of the smaller screens, it was still a pretty packed theater because I mean obviously it's um it's New Year's Day. But I ended up, I ended up getting a pretty decent seat. Uh, I was I had to like sit between people, um, and I, I've covered this a little bit in the past. But like I'm not, I have a li- I have a little bit of social anxiety, so like usually I don't like you know being boxed in. But no, there there are two there are two um, uh, kinds of people I have like no problem sitting by women and old people <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, and I got, yeah, I was like by an old couple and these two girls and I s- sat down, like I pretty much got like a, you know, middle seat is, uh, and had a perfectly fine view. And I noticed that the demographic for this movie, at least now is like theater was just full of older people. And I was like, huh, that's, you know, that's, that's interesting. And like me and the two girls by me, were like probably the youngest people um going to see it that's funny huh I, I don't know i don't really know if people most people our age have an interest in this sort of thing 
I mean, I had people. I mean, I had my like my age and looked like, but people sure. were like, uh, they were yeah, they were a little bit older, but they weren't like old old. They were just like, yeah. you know, maybe later twenties. This is like you know, like the youngest late fifties plus. Huh. I, I had like said i think i think i was like just late 20s and up was mine but like nobody right. that was like younger than younger than i or, or you or whatever yeah. so but uh, I, I was a little bit surprised like because i knew, i went into this um knowing like oh it's an r-rated movie it's like adam mckay so like all of the humor is going to kind of be like on the rude side probably and it was um <laughs> yeah and so i i so i was like i was wondering like how how are they going to enjoy it and i there were tons of laughs i was like yeah huh with the context by the way that we're in very conservative areas so generally that stuff wouldn't i i wouldn't think that stuff would play well and surprisingly it did so um i'm i'm glad they enjoyed it oh yeah yeah i'm glad that i'm glad that also people are going to go watch a movie right there kind of learn a lot so about the yeah they kind of better understand like what happened Cause not a lot of people understood they even showed at the very end like people just didn't give a crap right anymore it's like oh, they kind of care for a little bit and they just uh, whatever okay so what else do you have any notes i have actually i've, I've actually run clean through my notes here oh um also got go the ahead. box office let's go talk about that for a second oh, go ahead, so yeah. the budget for this movie was 28 million dollars mm-hmm. i'm sure most of it went to you know brad pitt oh, ryan yeah. gosling steve carellin uh bale yeah. um this movie came out like wide apparently on the 23rd mm-hmm. it's at 25 million right now 25.5 Oh man, that's, that's not that's not, pretty, that's not bad though for this, for an R-rated movie. It's still not great. It's not great, but I mean, once again, it's like it's up against Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they had to. Obviously, and hateful they're, they're, they're putting it out. They're putting it out for the awards, not for the box office. That's kind of what happens a lot around yeah, this. Exactly. Around it's this it's, less, it's like you know you have two things else kind of that's happened to it that's gonna have a big issue. Or three things, I guess. One, it's a financial movie. Don't make us a crap about finance, right. finance and stuff. Yeah. It's, number it's two, a very, it's a very technical movie. So, as I said, Star Wars number three, Hateful Eight came out as well. Mm-hmm. So, people that want to go see an R rated movie have two choices pretty much. They want to go see a really bloody Western movie, which we highly recommended. By the way, there's a podcast mm-hmm. out there released New Year's for Hateful Eight, or they can see this movie right here. Yeah. You and, see the Hateful Eight. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, which, like, you have like. Tarantino, which is almost like almost almost guaranteed. I want when I can tell you guys what happened or how good the movie was. Just listen listen to our podcast. Um, or do you want to watch something that's like maybe okay? Yeah. Which one do you want to send your ten a, bucks on or whatever? Yeah. Or eight bucks, whatever much, however much it costs you, five bucks, whatever much it costs you. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah. I hear a hundred. 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 Okay. A thousand. <laughs> a thousand to the man in the sold to the man with the fantastic beard. beard. Dang it! You heard my. You took my joke. <laughs> you took my joke. <laughs> I got one joke and you took it. <laughs> no, like, so I, can, I can understand like why it's so low. And actually, that I was not expecting it to make much more than this right here. So it's already right. surpassed my expectations. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's um, good. Um, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know who actually who else. I think it's Plan B and Regency. Who produces whatever in Paramount yeah. uh, distributed, and I'm sure they probably didn't expect it to like make a ton yeah. of money. This is more like yeah, like I said, awards, and they're gonna probably win uh, some decent amount, I think. So they get they'll get their revenge on Star Wars. Oh yeah, that's all freaking the Oscars or Golden Globes do is award things that don't actually necessarily make a lot of money. Sure, I mean like they, well, they, movies, they go, movies they that make the, movies that make big money don't usually win awards. 
That's just how it goes usually. It's, Except like it's it's like like do you want? Uh, I I would rather like a good story win something over like Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> that one like best picture over, you know. King's Speech. Yeah, like, <laughs> like King's Speech or Birdman or Whiplash or something. Well, while, I can, while, I can, while I acknowledge that as well, there's certain times where the Academy Award a movie and it's like you have to like wonder like the nominations. You're just like, yeah, but this also came out and it was like a smash hit suddenly. It was also like made a surprise. It doesn't get anything at all. Right. Like there's no rewards at all for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you have to kind of like, I guess you got to giving you take like there was a like whenever uh et came out mm-hmm. and the movie gandhi came out at the same time gandhi got the best picture award et even though it might be it made like you know a billion dollars or was in theaters yeah yeah uh didn't win i guess you had to you know kind of guess which one's a better movie yeah to me it's kind of et i think it's a better movie but whatever hmm. maybe i'm wrong i love et i think he I has know. to phone home the last, the last thing I have in my notes is that I, I stayed for the, um, I stayed for the credits just to hear, uh, when the levy breaks on your <laughs> sound system. I was like, oh yeah, this is my jam. Did you notice, by the way, how, like, how long the movie was? Yeah, you, it was like did, two hours. And did you, like, did you feel minutes. it was two hours long? Um, I, I looked at the clock once. Um, oh, did you really? I, oh. <laughs> mostly because I was just, uh, yeah, I, I mostly just kind of looked over to check in like kind of where we were in the movie as like because it, it it had a very weird sort of structure like once you got past like the the first act it kind of just kept going and going and going so i was like um at, at some point this is going to and like i mean you can kind of tell when things are happening but it's it kind of stayed at the low point at the end of the second act um for quite a while so it was kind of just like, oh, well, like where, like where are we in the movie right now in terms of time? Mm. All right, I didn't have an issue. I, I think the movie uh, did really well with keeping me entertained the entire time. So I, I was, I was happy. I didn't check the clock at all. I think the last time I checked the clock was, uh, oh god, I remember. What, I think it was like bad, it was like bad grandpa or whatever it was. <laughs> but did you have a trailer before you, before your movie that was actually had trailers by this time? Uh-huh. Um. That was for Dirty Grandpa. No, it's a Robert De Niro and Zac Efron movie that's coming out. Where like uh, De Niro and Efron go off on like the spring break thing after like De Niro, uh, his like wife dies or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like he's he's like the grandfather of Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. It looks like the most like TNA movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It's all I see in the entire thing. It's just it's just that. Well, looks like I'm gonna go buy a ticket. So I mean, it is can, De Niro, right? It's gonna be so great I acting. So I can pull a Pee Wee Herman in the theater. I was about to do a laugh. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> nope. So, um, let's let's. Uh, how many Jamies out of ten will you give this movie, Chris? Um, I will give it nine buildings out of eleven. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> We've done this joke. Uh, okay. Um, I would actually give it. Uh, three and a half out of five. Out of ten, Chris. God damn it! Every time. It's. <laughs> I don't know what's whatever three and a half is, out of five. Okay. It's 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 seven um, by the way. Yeah. Seven out of ten. Um, I, I'm gonna give it a six point eight out of ten. If you want to, if you want to round up, you can do seven or whatever. <laughs> okay, we're gonna round up. I wouldn't uh, rush out to see it. 
necessarily. It's definitely like you could. I would recommend as a huge rental movie. Yeah, like right this, this. This is like when it comes out on Blu-ray, just go ahead and grab it. You'll. Yeah. I think I think most people. I don't know about most people. <laughs> um, uh, a select group of people will enjoy it. Um, I was going to say something else. Um, if you like the movie, by the way, uh, there's a thing called the uh, Too Big to Fail. If you want to be more interested in like the whole like financial crisis, watch Too Big to Fail. It's a, another thing that goes over the financial uh, issue. Like, talk about the bank. It focuses a lot more on the banks mm-hmm. than this movie. kind of focus on individuals. Uh, if you like this movie, definitely check out Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, and Anchorman. You'll and the really other guys, enjoy them. No, the other guys, that was a classic. And, and the other guys. The other guys was the first time, by the way, uh, when I, like, I went to see one of those movies, and I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, this is bad. <laughs> oh, man. I think, honestly, it's probably... Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg. Mark, Jesus Marky Christ. Mark? Marky Mark's best movie. Oh yeah, when he was. Oh God, when he was trying to be funny. Was, still, I mean, did you not see Ted Two? Yeah, man. What a. I, I've seen the first Ted. What a classic. My favorite part about the other guys. If you like Ted, you'll enjoy the big <laughs> short. Uh, Jesus Christ! All right, bye. I'm a teddy bear smoking weed. listening to the illumination cinema movie podcast be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more for updates on this show and our other projects check out illuminationcinema.com